Good morning, everyone. It's Judith Aiko. You're listening to Mad Love. Welcome. Hope everyone is doing well. Um, you know, it's Friday. I'm always in my feelings on Friday. It's that downhill residual effect of, you know, the things I think about during the week and I share them with you. And then I'm thinking about the podcast. <laughs> like, you know, I want to make a, an impactful show. So, um, What's really cool is uh, Priscilla Gilman. She was uh, one of the people in the Woody Allen Mia Farrow docu-series on HBO. And uh, I didn't tag anybody or I don't know. She must have just been looking up who was talking about the docu-series. And uh, she says she listened to the podcast and, uh, you know, she thought it was pretty good. So that was very cool. Um I know how challenging it is for victims to speak up. So I tend to sympathize and empathize with victims. Um, It's just, I mean, we live in a tough world too. And, you know, people are afraid to advance their stories because they don't want to get attacked uh, for trying to tell the truth um, or what they believe to be the truth. You just don't know. And so what I like about a well done documentary is it, presents the information and you get to decide how you feel about it. I I don't like any kind of documentary that is clearly um, only presenting the facts that support their argument. And in a case like this, where you, you, if you were alive, you know, you heard so much about Mr. Allen's side that you didn't hear anything really about Mia Farrow and her family and there was no internet or anything so if they didn't grant interviews to newspapers and magazines you just didn't hear it and and it sounds like and it feels like his side was so um well funded and well connected that it's probably not a stretch to think that he made sure her side would never be heard so yeah anyway um I do tend to empathize with the victims, especially children. Children are, are, believe it or not, it's hard to prosecute those cases because a lot of people tend to not believe the kids or they just assume a child wouldn't remember it properly or they assume like the person's making up the story. Sorry about that noise. There is a person that lives near me who insists on warming up this old, old vehicle and it is ridiculously loud and they will stay warming this thing up <laughs> for i don't know probably the rest of this podcast anyway um so yeah thank you priscilla and thank you for participating in the in that docu series it's very riveting stuff and i feel like it is not super objective but because this is such a public case it doesn't have to be you know um so, yeah, that's hardcore. I also recommend another docu docu-series. I think I can't remember where I saw it. It's called On the Record. I reached out to that um the subject of that documentary. Her name is Drew Dixon. Um I did tag her on Twitter. Um I saw she was very active. And so it it, it chronicles her 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 rape by Russell Simmons. That's her, her version of the story. And, um, you know, I, I, I can't really dispute it. I don't know to dispute it. 
Um, but I think Oprah was going to do something with it. And then she stopped and didn't, uh, decided not to, um, I don't know. I guess it's hard to go after Russell now because he's this yoga guru life coach or whatever he does now. But um, I don't I don't know. I don't think you should stop telling your story. It's if if that's your story and I tend to believe people are telling the truth about certain things because certain things are really hard to talk about. So if that's you know, I still think she should put her story out there. I think everybody should put their story out there and, you know, give us the information for us to decide. Plus, you know, it's difficult. It really is. Some people are lying. Some people do make things up. Some people um, do fabricate things for for publicity. You know, I, I still don't know what that Jesse Smollett thing was all about, you know. I, that was the one of the craziest things I've ever heard. And then it's like, it was it a stunt so you could sell records? Apparently he had a record out at the time. I don't know. You just don't know. And I get people's skepticism, but I don't think it's fair to just completely dismiss, dismiss someone's story or testimony because it doesn't fit the narrative that you have about that person. You know what I mean? Like some people are being victimized and it shouldn't take, you know, a hundred people and you only have to believe a few of them, you know, to, to get the truth out. Um, but that's where we are in the world, I guess. You know, you just have to decide for yourself, which I know people hate doing, you know, <laughs> but you do have to think for yourself and decide for yourself. And what's what's a story that's being spun to you and what's the truth? you get to decide you get to decide I choose to um I almost always come down on the side of victims um mainly because I know how difficult it is to to speak on those traumas a lot of people won't ever there are a lot of people who've been attacked by a lot of different types of people and they'll never say a word even if they can lock that person up and it's not because they're afraid or not because they just don't want to go to that place And, uh, you know, we just don't do well in the society with trauma like that. You know, it's like if you can cover it up or if you can stay looking a certain way, just do that, you know. And, uh, yeah, that's sad. I believe Dylan, uh, the video she chose to share was is sickening and harrowing and disturbing. And God bless her. Because there are a lot of victims out there who will see that and respond and moms and dads who will see that and know how to deal with their kids. They'll have a better idea of like, well, maybe maybe I should listen. You know, there are some of these. uh, Yeah, I mean, it's happening and everybody who's sheltering in place is not sheltering in a safe place. So, you know, I think it's. It's just such a complicated topic. But God bless everybody involved in these really powerful uh, docuseries, especially chronicling uh, their their history with very famous men. You know, it's wow. It's just it's incredible to watch. Um, So check out on the record as well. uh, Drew Dixon. Shout out to Drew Dixon. Her mom uh, was a former mayor of D.C., Sharon Pratt Dixon, and she spoke at my graduation. 
from Howard University. So there you go. Um, let's see. What is the other thing? I touched on a lot this week. Black guilt. I got a few texts from friends. They were like, I don't feel guilty. <laughs> and I don't either. But I, I do think that there is a, a sometimes a sense of responsibility uh, when you're black that you, you can do good, but you can't do too good. You know what I mean? It's it's nuanced. It's nuanced being, being of color in this country, especially a black person. Because we have a very um, delicate and uh, deep history with the United States of America. No doubt about it. Kudos to Jay-Z. Uh, that brother is making all the money. He sold a stake in that... Uh, that uh, liquor company he's a part of. I can't think of the name of it. And it's not that Armandale shit that they did back in the day. Well, and, I, and I'm not dismissing it. I don't know whatever happened with that, but that seemed like Dame Dash's thing. Remember, all of a sudden it was like, you know, rock aware and here's some uh, vodka wearing to. I mean, he was like, the music videos were like infomercials and no disrespect. It just all of a sudden it was like, man, you can't even watch a Jay Z video without some kind of product being uh, slung across the screen. But in respect to them, that was smart. But Jay Z went on to form a lot of other businesses outside of Dame, obviously. And one of them was this. I'm not even sure what kind of liquor it is. It's not cognac. It's something else. But anyway, he just sold uh, his stake in that <laughs> to a, a much larger uh, spirit company. And he made about $300 million off of that. And now, you know, he just uh, agreed to be titled to be acquired by Jack Dorsey uh, Square. Shout out to St. Louis and Jack Dorsey. Um so I think people are frustrated because they're like, what does Jay-Z know about, you know, banking and finance? And it's like, I read like six tweets like that. I'm like, you all are crazy. This man is a genius and he shouldn't be. He's like LeBron. If you look at just the stats and where they come from and what their backgrounds are, they're not supposed to be these people. But they are. It just proves how important it is, you know, to get access and who you who who you're born into, the families you're born into, and I think as boys, whether you're um, from a low income family or a high income family, if you're a boy, you're encouraged to follow your dreams. Um, I think way more than girls are, and um, yeah, kudos to him, and kudos to businesses like mine because if we can start setting up some sort of uh, easier way for artists to instantaneously um, put up stores and collect revenue. That's huge because I'm going to be honest with you. Streaming doesn't pay that much, which is why so many of my producers are frustrated with me. And I'm like, listen, I'm putting out all the money. Everything's written in my name and everything is all the business is in my name and I'm spending all the money. You know, I've made the investment and I get that the money's not coming in as fast as you'd like. But, hey, you know, come out of your pocket for some of this. It's not easy to promote music. It's not easy to to get it mastered, to get studio time, to do all the stuff that we have to do in order to have a quality product. And sometimes it wasn't quality. I am proud of our catalog, though. But it wasn't the quality I would have had if I, you know had a $100 million record contract, but I don't want a $100 million record contract. 
I want a content partnership. I'd rather have half of, you know, a super successful independent deal than, you know, be somebody's, you know, lackey for a hundred million. You know how many records you got to sell you into somebody for that kind of money? Then those days are over. And I think that's, that's partly what we're looking at between crypto art and, and putting music out on the blockchain uh, and situations like the commerce that that Square is going to bring to title artists, you know, and Apple will probably do something very similar. You know, I think it's going to be the end of record companies as we know them. And they're going to have to get into these partnerships that I'm talking about because nobody's going to sign with them if they know they can just hustle their own, you know, if they could do it like Rusty Diamond, you know, look at Russ, look at Russ. And, and people don't like him as much, but logic, which I don't understand. Logic is good. I mean, you, if you can get SoundCloud follows and fame and (laughs) people are listening, you know, you can build your own thing. It takes a lot of work and you can't flex. I mean, it's a lot more fun to be like, I just signed, look at my advance and go flex. But it ain't fun when it's time to pay it back. Mm-mm. So congratulations, Jay-Z and Jack. I think it's going to be a great, great thing for artists and content makers. And I'm here for it. Um, so, yeah, you know, we had a big week. We talked about a lot of topics. Um, you know, I, I appreciate the feedback for the podcast, the audience is growing. I definitely noticed that that particular episode of the podcast um, had a lot of listens to it. And I was like, whoa, people are really, you know, because I think the title of it is it's March. So it was March 1st. It's March and I'm still black. Plus, you know, Alan versus Farrell. But I didn't, you know, I didn't highlight it or anything. So she must have done a search. So, and she says she's a fan of the podcast now. So thank you. Thank you to all of you guys for listening. I mean, the numbers are such that, and that's a paltry following I have on Twitter, uh, Priscilla, if you're listening. So I, I have no idea. The The Mad Love podcast is fairly new, uh, fairly new Twitter account and the followers are slow to come there because I'm not really promoting it that much, but I'm going to get, get into it and work on it more. But I have way more listeners than I do podcast followers for mad love so anyway thank you guys for listening thank you to everyone who supports this podcast and my vision for whatever it is because i'll be honest it's just a stream of consciousness it's 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 exactly what i think about before i start my work day um and uh yeah i appreciate it i i am a moderate independent (laughs) um so the politics are probably uh, not everybody's cup of tea, but I feel like most people fall fall in the middle on most major issues. You know, that we recognize that there are extremists on both sides. Um, but yeah, I, you know, whatever I'm doing, this sort of moderate brand of logic is resonating with people. And I just really appreciate it because my intentions are good. I'm sure I've said some things that people didn't agree with or were offended by, or, I mean, I get all of that and I can't be all things to all people. However, I am intending to, uh, uh, 
do right by everybody who listens, you know, like I don't want to disrespect anybody um, unless you deserve it. (laughs) I'm not perfect. (laughs) I can be petty like everybody else. But, you know, uh, it's just observational, you know, and, and paying attention to the room and things that have worked for me. I hope they work for you, too. Um, I am going to be doing a newsletter because of the people that I do know that reach out to me personally, they have a lot of questions and they have a lot of uh, feedback. And I know that I can do more and put more information out and um, help people more that way. So and and to be more clear. So that's what I'm going to do. So if I have your email address already, get ready. If I do not have it, we got to figure out a way for you to get it to me. Um, but yeah, you can sign up through our website and give us your email address, which is civil theory.com, civil theory smash together.com. Uh, there is a way to sign up for emails uh, through there. And yeah, we're just going to keep going, keep growing. And that's the goal. Um, I'm very excited about the future. And uh, Jack and Jay-Z, you know, hey, I'm down if you want to partner on some content or if you need a a guinea pig to see what what works, (laughs) what sells. (laughs) I'm down. Let's go. I use uh, Cash App all the time. I Cash Apped my goddaughter slash little cousin yesterday. She turned 19 and I can't call her little. She's been taller than me probably for the last 10 years but uh happy belated birthday on the podcast to jade i did say it in person early and i sent her money through the cash app so i'm a fan anyway i hope you guys have an amazing awesome weekend uh please don't be silly please listen covid hasn't gone away these new strains are popping up and they nobody knows what they can do or be deadly or whatever so you know, wear a mask, stay away from each other. I know it's been hard, but don't let nice weather trick you into believing that you're over the virus and you just don't got time for it. (laughs) Because that's how we got here. That's what we did last spring. Remember, people were like, "Mm, I'm tired of this. Open everything back up, you know, and it was like, whoa, but wait, you know, and it was a whole nother surge. Like, just be smart, right? Just be smart. And err on the side of caution. Sometimes you don't know. It's okay to not know, you know, and we're none of us are psychic and we're not doctors. So you, and even they don't know what's going on. Just, just cool your jets, follow your gut and be smart. Work on your immune system, wear your mask, wash your hands, eat real food, exercise, get good sleep, you know, read, Listen to good music, relax, meditate, all those things. I mean, it takes a lot. <laughs> it takes a lot to keep me this sane, and I do all of those things. Multiple times a day, you will catch me uh, meditating. Because I just, I mean, the stress, the stress is high. And, you know, I chronicled on here very much that at the end of last year, my neighborhood had erupted in gunfire. And I'm going to tell you something that's unsettling. I don't care who you are. If you're just sitting in your house and all of a sudden you hear gunfire, five, six, seven shots, that's unnerving. 
and you get tired of hitting the deck. So, yeah, you got to meditate. You got to you got to do all these things. So it's all good, though. Anyway, I hope you have an amazing weekend. You've earned it. I'm sure I know I have. Uh, I'm going to go get my new bike today. It's I got it from uh, something. I think it's called State State Bicycle Company. It's based out of Phoenix. Check them out. Go to their website. The bikes are fly. And I don't even use that word. They're dope, man. That's my word. <laughs> so anyway, take care and we'll talk soon. Be your best. I'm not the one